This week, on Blast from the Past, we will conclude our exploration of the French Revolution with a trip to the Caribbean. We will look at the Haitian Revolution and how, in some respects, it was influenced by the French Revolution and the Enlightenment, and we will wrap things up with thoughts about historical representation. Before Haiti was Haiti, it was the French colony of Saint-Domingue during the 1700s. Saint-Domingue was an essential colony in the Caribbean because not only was it a major hotspot for the slave industry, but it was also a prime producer of sugarcane, a major cash crop at the time. Due to this remarkable and profitable industry, Saint-Domingue was the crown jewel of the Caribbean. This meant major economic gains for France, only adding to Saint-Domingue's value and need for slavery. The sugar, cane, and slave industry may have helped France flourish, but in terms of slavery and oppression, it was perhaps a contributing factor in the uprising on the horizon, and certainly the revolution the French did not see coming. What is crucial to consider when analyzing the Haitian Revolution is that on Saint-Domingue, the slaves greatly outnumbered the amount of free people, black or white, on the island. Arguably, this fact creates one of the major areas of conflict during this time with the spread of the Enlightenment ideas from the French Revolution. With Saint-Domingue being a French colony, there is bound to be some overlapping conflict with these Enlightenment ideals. In 1789, a revolutionary document was published across France, which reshaped the way in which liberty, equality, and individual rights were presented. This document was the Declaration of the Rights of Man and the Citizen. It emphasized the natural and imprescriptible rights of liberty, property, security, and most importantly, the right to object oppression. Through this lens, it is then suggested that no individual, so no man, should be oppressed or restricted, but rather have their rights observed and protected. In a colony that is dominated by the industry of slavery, this document and its ideas is extremely important, and these ideas of equal rights and liberty of man were the most powerful tools the slaves could use in their rally against French oppression and enslavement. To the slaves, based off of this document, they are equals to their captors, who, in turn, are wrongfully oppressing them. They are born with the same rights as the Frenchmen, and they should no longer have to be oppressed and forced to succumb to the powers of the French. This, then, is the initial spark to the revolution that is about to unfold on the French. August 1791 is when the revolution begins. Catalyzed by the Bois-Cayman ceremony, officiated by Duty Bookman, a Maroon leader and voodoo priest from Jamaica, this voodoo ritual united many slaves and differing factions together to take action and rebel against the French and fight for the natural rights every man is born with. Despite sounding very fantastical and fictitious, the ceremony actually did happen on the eve of the revolution in Haiti. In late August of 1791, the colonies enslaved did indeed raise, rise and declare war against the French and slavery in attempts to reclaim the rights and liberties that were inhumanely stripped from them. Rallied under the command of Toussaint L'Ouverture, and eventually other prominent leaders like Alexandre Petition and Sans Souci, the Haitian rebels consisted of Africans, mulattoes, commandeurs, house slaves, field slaves, and free blacks, 
What is also truly remarkable is that La Overture not only had massive forces of slaves and freemen, but with the influence of Volkmen, the rebel forces had aid from the Petit Moranage and other Maroons. This gen- the general idea for the revolution was to systematically set the plantations ablaze and then go about defeating the French forces on foot throughout the island. After years of revolts and fighting against the French, La Overture defeats Napoleon and the French, and miraculously, even with the infighting between the rebel leaders, they still came out victorious, and the free nation of Haiti is established on January 1st, 1804. Eventually, under the presidency of Petition, Haiti becomes the second independent nation in the Western Hemisphere, and the first one where slavery is completely abolished. Thus, Haiti becomes a remarkable example of what the Enlightenment stands for and is a direct product of the French Revolution. The Haitian Revolution is significant because it shows the continuity of the French Revolution's ideology and the expansive influence of said ideology, and it also shows the massive grasp the Enlightenment had on the world. It is also significant because it shows the idea of self-determination and what equality actually means, not just in theory, in a document like the Declaration of the Rights of Man and the Citizen, but now in action in a legit established country. It is rather clear that the French did not see the Haitian slaves as equal and right, as equals and deserving of rights, but the slaves saw things quite differently with publications from the French Revolution and Enlightenment. They understood that they too deserved liberty and equality. So all things considered with the Haitian Revolution and its influence from the French Revolution and the documents from the Enlightenment, here's a penny for your thoughts. The French Revolution and the Enlightenment were two very influential events intertwined with one another. With the developments of the Enlightenment and its influence on the French Revolution, we see radical changes in the perception of government, rights and liberty, economic systems, and more. The French Revolution sets off a domino effect in Europe, inspiring the nation-states of Italy and Germany to kickstart their unifications, and one can even stretch this influence and state that the French Revolution had some degree of influence on Great, and Brit- Great Britain. How is it then that perhaps the most successful revolution that was truly a product of the French Revolution is almost completely excluded from the narrative outside the academic community? The Haitian Revolution is a fantastic example of those Enlightenment theories applied successfully to a society, but you seldom hear about it. This illuminates an emerging problem of representation in history and its narratives. It reveals the active and very conscious decisions that are made to create our history. Before, the victors in typically white-dominated nations fabricated history, because who was going to stop them at that point? Their narratives did not necessarily reflect the truth, and in essence, that plays a part in historical erasure today. That no longer has to be the case. We have the ability to reframe our history and bring to light what has long been silenced, what is included or excluded, discussed or silenced, 
It is all purposeful and methodical. This concludes our episode of Blast from the Past today. Thank you for listening to this episode. Tune in next week for when we talk about the absurdity of the Holocaust denial and its damaging effects today. Toodles!